two, one. Jessica. Mark. How are you doing? <laughs> so you um you said it took an hour and twenty minutes to get here. Yes. I, I feel like an asshole. No. I feel like an asshole. It's really I'm, not that bad. It's only parkway. I'm glad yeah, I'm glad you're here. Well, I there's not another route that goes through um yeah, there is, but it's like longer. It's longer. Yeah. Oh my god, I I hate the parkway. It's, that's because it's boring. There's nothing to look at. It's and then if you don't have the easy pass, I I have easy pass. If you don't have the easy pass, you have to keep paying the tolls. And have you ever not had money for tolls? And you're you go to the um you pull over and you literally rummage through your Bef- car looking for co- I had an easy yeah. Pass? yeah. You're definitely. like, what the hell do I do? <laughs> and then when I, I first started driving, I was like, Dad, Dad. I have no quarters. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Before I even realized how that shit worked, I put a fucking dollar bill in that thing. I'm like, well, that's not how that works. I probably prevented like eight people behind me from getting the, some throwing their coins in that thing. I was 17. I don't know. I just I went through them. You just went through well, Yeah, I didn't know anybody. Well, because Siri would always take you on the side that's like the expressway. I'm a, I'm a good kid. I'm not going through the, those things. Come on, I don't. I can't say the same well, I mean, about I you. I drive an hour to work now, so I'm always taking the parkway. So oh I just wow! Have an easy pass. A whole hour? You work every day of the week? Full no, time? I only work three days a week. Oh, three days a week. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's not so bad. Yeah, no. When did all. you start working? When did I start working? Yeah, like how old? Oh my god, like fourteen. I That's think. like the legal age in New Jersey. Yeah, but I, you go ahead. No, I mean like, I worked kind of like under. Like, I, I wasn't on, like, the books or anything. Like, it was my friend's mom's business, oh, okay. so. So it was under the table? Yeah. Nice. Cash? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Cash is going out. I A lot of people think, you know how, like, there was that coin shortage? You know when you go to Wawa and they say there's a coin shortage? Oh, due to, like, COVID and everything? Or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah so uh-huh. people are saying that the reason why they're doing that is because they want to take cash out of, like. I mean, cash is, like, gross. <laughs> oh, that's not. Whatever. <laughs> Not even what I'm talking about. No, but like seriously, the people are saying that they want to take cash out of the circulation because it's easier to track um like computerized money, like people like things in your bank account and stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, so if you employ somebody, you have to um when you pay them their paycheck, you have to pay taxes on how much you pay them. And then they have to get taxes taken out of their paycheck. Like, there's taxes everywhere. If you just pay someone under the table, there's no taxes. So people are um, cons- conspiring, saying that they're trying to take cash out of, out of like, the country and make Honestly, it Honestly, the majority of the time that I've ever worked, it's been, like, 80%, like, off the books. Yeah, and people saying that's going to go away. Yeah. I mean, like, for th- it's a good thing and a bad thing, though, but, I mean, like, so a lot of people, because of COVID, they, uh, they got, um, you know, unemployment. Mm. And you could only get an employment if, if you were, yeah, well, if you could only get it if you were employed and if you were on the books. So a lot of people that had cash, they were like, hell yeah, this is great, no taxes. Then this stuff happened. They're like, wow, now I can't even claim unemployment. So there are like good reasons for following the rules, but <laughs> whatever. Um, so real quick. So remember when uh, I actually, I don't know who's watching this right now, but uh, Jess and I made a video where she does my makeup and I've been so busy. I haven't even opened the file. I was gonna ask. If I've been so busy. I I, I want to get it. I want to get it done though. But um, the reason why I bring that up is because when we were doing that, we talked a lot about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna repeat myself because I've got a lot of questions and I just want to talk about a lot of stuff. And um, in case I didn't tell you or bring it up to you, is the reason why I wanted you here is, and I think I texted this to you, and then you ghosted me for like <laughs> five hours, but. I was telling you that, like, you actually have a character that's, like, worth, like, you know, 
understanding and figuring out and God, I'm listening such an, to. I'm, I'm so mean. Because I oh, saw no, you're that, an asshole. I was like, you're, you're a piece I was of a little, <laughs> I was just a little bit busy. Just a little bit. That's okay. I'm sorry. No, but thank you, though. You're welcome. Um, But one of my... So here, here's the thing. And, and my girlfriend and I talk about it all the time. Or not all the time, but frequently enough for it to be a thing that I'd remember us uh, talking about. We talk about how... um, So in, like, the LGBT community or however... There's, letter, a, there's, there's so many letters. So many letters. There's a lot of people that don't identify with the LGBT community, but are LGBT. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, my my girlfriend is bisexual, and a lot of things that um, the LGBTQ community, whatever they they stand for, a lot of things or say a lot of things or make people f- feel a certain way, and they don't identify. It's like that we don't want that because it's really a lot of it's means a lot of it is, is exclusion, a lot of it is intrusion, like it's it's weird, it sucks. So the reason why I wanted you on, one of the reasons is because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't wanna be out of the closet. They don't wanna be open about how they feel, about how where they are in life, because not only are they fearful of what people are gonna think about them, but they also don't wanna be in that community because that community doesn't stand for what they believe in. So it's really good to have people like you and even like straight people just being able to talk to people like you. It's it's really important to talk about these things for people that are getting beat up at both ends, are getting beat up by the LGBT <coughs> community and the people that are supposed to love them. So that that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to have you on here. And um, so if I were to start, I'd, and, I, and as the second you're like, Mark, too far. You let me know, and we'll skip past it. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be a too it's far. It's probably not. But I'm gonna be pretty. Go ahead. What, what, what? No, I'm just. I'm like kind of like an open book. Well, I'm gonna start very normal, very light. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're gonna have to talk to me like uh, a child because <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. And feel free to educate me. I, I'm not gonna act like I know anything. So my first question is, when when did you know that you weren't what you were you thought you were supposed to be? Like you weren't a straight guy? Like, when did you know? I mean, in general, like, in my brain, like, it was just normal to me. Like, I just, mm-hmm. like, my body was my body, but mentally, I just was not in the right place. But, you know, growing up, like, I always felt comfortable wearing, like, dresses and putting on heels and stuff because, I don't know, it just, it just made me feel, like, normal. But people would start to tell me that, you know, boys aren't supposed to wear dresses and boys aren't supposed to wear heels. And I don't know, it got me thinking that maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for a long time, too, I tried forcing myself to configure to the male role. Um, And I don't want to interrupt you. Just uh, can you take the mic and turn it this way a little bit? More towards me. Yeah, you want to be right on. So these are dynamic mics, so it's really, it cancels everything else, so you really want to talk into it. Okay. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so you're saying that you were um, testing the waters. If, if this be, being trans was really the life for me, maybe, maybe I'm going to try to make myself be uh boyish like that's where you kind of left off yeah but like you know like in school and stuff when they would separate you from like the boys and the girl side like I always just I knew that I like I belonged on the girl side but I was just not there and I was always on the boy side so it was just it's just what I dealt with um 
But, you know, even as I got older, like when I started finding out what being trans was and trying to find like myself, I, you remember, I grew my hair out. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I'm going to transition. Bro, it's so crazy. Yeah. I remember. And then I just buzzed my hair. I was like, no, like I need to try and be a boy. Like I need to just see, I guess. I remember um, when I first heard about you because I mean, like you were a new thing. Like, like no one was ready mm-hmm. to do this so publicly. It was only like five, six years ago, it was, it was like kind of taboo. Um, and I remember learning about what a uh, transgendered person was and how they felt. And then literally the next day, someone said your name, um, that your old name said your name. And I was like, who's that? And they were like, oh, this transgender student that's at our school. And they showed me a picture. I'm like, this is the craziest shit. I just learned <laughs> about this yesterday. And I didn't know, like, we didn't know each other. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until, like, a year after that where we actually met each other. So it's crazy. Yeah, so I remember I remember knowing of you, and then I watched you, like, on Instagram go, go through your, you know, different phases of trying to go back to be um, a, a man, and, like, you tried to test the waters. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you were saying that when the guys and the girls would be split up, and you're saying you always felt like you like you knew this this isn't where I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be with the girls, like, this is who I am. Were you self-aware enough to know, like, because I'd imagine if I put myself in that situation, and, and it's very hard because I, obviously I've never been like that, mm-hmm. but if I try to put myself in that situation, I feel like I'd probably think that, not that I'm weird, not that there's something wrong with me, but I'd be able to know that, like, I feel like I'd be able to know I'm a girl. It's but just that I was just so uneducated. Like, I knew nothing about it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know why I was feeling those feelings. So did you feel, like, wrong when you thought that, like, the first few times? I mean, yeah, kind of. But, like, I just didn't know why it felt wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and how, how old were you? Oh, my God. Like, young. Like, six, seven. Jeez, man. Eight. Jeez. And, uh, do your... Does anyone in your family or, or your old old friend or cousins or whatever, do any of them say, like, looking back, this actually makes a lot of sense? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, my mom, like, I mean, everyone knew in my family that something was up with me. Like, okay, I was not yeah. just, like, a normal little boy. Uh, I was always playing with girls' hairs and playing with Barbie dolls, so. Isn't that crazy? It, it was just, it was normal to me. So, for them, it was kind of like, oh, like, what is going on here? That's wild, man. I mean, I came out like young, like I remember telling my mom in second grade that I was like, you know, because I didn't really know exactly what to say, but I knew that I was like attracted to boys and I guess socially, like I was supposed to be attracted to women being Mm -hmm. a boy. So I was like, you know, mom, I think that I like boys and I like girls. And she would be like, no, I think you're too young to understand, like whatever. And then I came out again in fifth grade told her the same thing yeah. and she was just like no like I still think you're a little too young to understand and I was like whatever mom and then I came out again in seventh grade as like full-blown like gay yeah, yeah. and I was like I like men <laughs> yeah 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 so it was from there on it was I, the start of being I comfortable. think that's really cool though that listen I I think your mom did the right thing because instead of like she didn't I don't listen I don't know I could be wrong I don't know if she forced you to feel a certain way she just said to my not after what you just told me, give us some time. Wait, mm-hmm. wait until you're ready to make a decision about who you are, because you're still growing. I th- I think that was the right decision, but it was also really awesome that you were, you were so young and you were like, this is it, this is it. Because I feel like if if I were you, 
And I kept it inside of myself. And then I got to high school. I would never tell anybody. But if I knew when I was, like, you know, in second grade and I talked about it and it was already out in the open, oh, my gosh. It'd be so easy, like, to bring it up again at least. Mm -hmm. I mean, I also had a very, very good friend at the time when I started coming out and, like, finding myself. And she was very much a type of person that, you know, don't care what people think about her. Like, just be yourself. And it definitely rubbed off on me because – all throughout sixth grade when I didn't have her, like I was super insecure. I didn't know where I belonged. Um, and I don't know. I just, I think she definitely helped me. Oh, good. Good. Did your, uh, did you have like support like 360, like all around or was there some pushback? Um, it was like probably like 75, 25%. Like there was always somebody that's going to say something about me. Anyone important or just, um, I mean, family, it was, definitely weird at first because my family's kind of like old school um but they just kind of grew to realize that like if whatever it is that makes me happy makes me happy then that's what I need to do yeah gotcha I mean like I think I think that's the hardest part is bringing it up to your family you know I know that um you know the saying blood is thicker than water Mm -hmm. um you're going to have to fact check me on this, but I'm, I'm pretty sure what people think that means is it's actually the opposite. The, the full quote is the, the blood of the womb is, or no, the, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, which means the people you choose to love are more important than the people you're born with. Okay. So yeah. your, your friends are more important than your family because you choose whether or not to love them. You mm-hmm. choose whether or not to put up with them. Your family, you're stuck like that. Um, whereas people think blood thicker than water, they think, oh, your family is, you know, better. And it's like the actual saying, fact check me, the actual saying is that your friends are more important because you have to actually cultivate them. So, and, and grow with them. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously yeah. I felt more comfortable coming out to my friends before anybody like mm-hmm. in my family, just because it's kind of like, like if I really wanted to, I could push away my friends if they didn't accept it or if they didn't yeah, like, yeah. Versus you my family. family. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 scary with anything. Even it's like, like I have I have friends that are afraid to tell their parents what college they want to go to. Mm-hmm. That's that's screwed. And it's like you're going to college. You know, <laughs> everyone should be happy. I don't care what college you go to. So it's like I'm afraid to uh, you know to tell my dad I want to be a carpenter. Like that's that shouldn't be allowed. So that's scary. Let alone you know coming out with a different sexuality than what's you know normal. Like that's it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, when I when I say pushback did anyone like outright say no or like give you a hard time or was it just uncomfortable it was just uncomfortable I mean everyone was kind of like I mean whatever makes you happy makes Mm -hmm. you happy um I mean like when I first came out to my mom I was the only boy in my family and my mom loved that like she wanted a boy so bad and all she got was girls and I was like oh sorry I want to be a girl isn't your uh don't you have a brother well yes yeah after the fact um my brother like i know it's it's yeah but it, he, he ended up coming out as well as transgender but it was That's my sister so and now it's my brother you're <laughs> so it's definitely like she got her son back oh my um, gosh what are what a, that's so funny I, yeah i don't know sometimes i feel like it's genetics but i don't know oh, it's just I, crazy i definitely think it is i mean like even for like no i'm gonna i'm gonna say some really crazy things right now but be, okay before i say it let's let's get into this real quick you so i remember saying this to you that a lot of people that are trans, a lot of people that are trans supporters, they will say that, you know, 
being trans and having that uh, feeling isn't like, was it gender dysphoria? How am I pronouncing that? Dysphoria. Dysphoria. Mm-hmm. People say that's actually insulting. That's n- it's not true. This is who I am. This is who I'm supposed to be. And others will say, but it is gender dysphoria. It's accepted, but that's what it is. And I kn- you're on the side where it's like, this is what I have, right? Or you. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to compare it to like depression or anxiety. Cause it's not the same thing at all. But what I was saying is that having depression or anxiety and all that and then being able to um, live with that, that's actually genetic. You can get that genetically. Because mm-hmm. um, I know, I think I told you this, my like all my all my siblings, every, a lot of people in my family, there's been a lot of depression, there's been suicides, there's been a lot of stuff like that. So if things that extreme could be carried over, I don't see why these things can't be either, you know? Yeah, it's definitely not really spoken about because... Mm-hmm. I don't really know how much research you can do about that. Probably a lot. Know? I mean, like, you well, know. well, that people would actually care to do. I'm sure there's a lot of people doing the research, man. I don't and like know. people, people live their whole lives researching one thing, one thing. You can spend an entire decade on the philosophy of how there's an infinite number between the number one and two. <laughs> like there is, it's one, one point one, one point. So it's like uh, yeah. people can do whatever they like. There's someone out there looking into it. Um, and I'm sure we're talking about things that have already been figured out. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I can definitely accept that it's, it's genetic. Cause I mean, like, I mean, uh, si- then sister, now brother had it or ha- has that feeling. That's come on. Even what some a of my cousins too, like, like, you know, yeah. What the hell, man? Someone's either lesbian or trans or isn't, isn't the thing something. like one out of every 12 people is gay. I heard that was like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think there's any truth to that. But like that's I like mean the I think saying. it's so much more like I guess known now because people feel so much more comfortable like coming out like I feel like yeah it was so weird for people to come out because nobody was doing it and now that people are starting to come out like people are like oh everyone's gay everyone's this everyone's that but like I feel like it was always there yeah it just wasn't really spoken about humans are weird man mm-hmm. it's like well they know that they say that they think Abraham Lincoln was gay because um. I don't know if it was his secretary or like his servant or a security guard or whatever, but he would Abraham Lincoln would actually kick his wife out of the bed during the winter <laughs> so his whatever he was, this other guy could sleep with him because he was warmer. Now, okay, maybe. Maybe that was a thing a lot of people did back then. I don't know, but it's fucking weird. I can't even imagine like, like being that. Can you imagine Abraham like Lincoln being <laughs> gay? And then and then I, there was like these um two scientists, um famous ones. I don't like 1400s that were like uh supposed to be gay because they because they uh, would like write like basically like love letters to each other mm-hmm. so and it's been around for a long time and i'm like like fucking rome like they would wrestle naked <laughs> like i'm sure that's not sexual that was just some kind of like you know brutal thing that like you this is humans this is what we do but like they were gay all the time. Like, that's what they did. Like, that was what they're known for in a lot of places. Yeah, I also don't think it was, like, a thing. Like, it was more, like, emotionally driven, you mm-hmm. know? Like, before it became, like, a stigma about it. I think that people were just kind of like, okay, well, you love who you love, but majority of people are, sh- like, heterosexual, mm-hmm. so that's what's normal. Yeah, well, I don't like when people say that normal is bad. Or when I, when I, because just a couple minutes ago, I can, I, I said that, I didn't say you're not normal. I said what you are isn't what is normal mm-hmm. because I consider normal to be what's average, what the average is. If more more people were gay, that would be the normal. Mm-hmm. So I don't like when people say 
when people like demonize the word normal, it's like, I'm not saying that you're abnormal. I'm not saying there's something wrong with you. I'm just saying you're not what the average is. It's just different. People have such a problem with, with words, man. Like you, can't, like, how are you supposed to explain yourself? Yeah, I feel like I'm way too laid back when it comes to thank God situations man. because sometimes, like, like when you were talking about identifying with certain things, like, I guess, like, I identify with being transgender because that's what I am. Yeah. But I mean, personally, like, I would, I don't know, like, I consider myself like a woman. Yeah. So yeah. when I go out and I do things, like, I'm not just like, oh, like, hi, I'm Jessica, I'm transgender, like. Mm-hmm. I don't really no, talk who, who about that. Who the hell would do that? It's stupid. Some people are really, really, like, that they're really, advocates about that. Really? Like, They'll be like, hi, I'm Mark. I'm transgender. <laughs> Probably. That's that's wild. I mean, like, I, I, I kind of used that. to. Like, back in the day, like, I would tell people, like, right off the Because you felt like you had to explain yourself, yeah. right? Because you, you, you felt vulnerable. You, you felt like you were walking around naked. Like, people, yeah. like, like, I get that. But then... I know we, last time we hung out, you were like, I'm so comfortable now, or com- more comfortable than I ever was before. Yes, That's definitely. fantastic. But for people to be like, let's say trans, and be openly trans for like a decade, I don't know if this happens, but to still say, hi, um, Isabella, I'm trans. I'm like, I don't care. You're human. Yeah. Do you want to buy my products? Like, I don't <laughs> give a shit. So it's like, it's crazy that um people do that. So And that's where I feel like a lot of problems come in where, People say you're doing it for attention, which I don't think they are. I don't think people are doing it for attention. That's a lot of shit to do for fucking attention. Very much. But it gives a bad name to people that are gay or lesbian or trans when they're like, hi, I'm Paul, I'm gay. I mean, do you remember that whole stigma that was going around that it was like men are dressing up as women to spy on people in the bathrooms and stuff like that was a really hard time for transgender people because we were just trying to use the right bathrooms. It's fucked up. Because there were people that were doing Definitely. it maliciously. Yeah. And that's the problem with humans. And this is so There's off. always going to be somebody like, to This is so up. off topic. I don't know why I thought about this. But I was going to say that's the problem with communism. Because <laughs> people think communism works because everything's equal and fair. But if people think that way, you've never met a human being. The reason why communism doesn't work is because people are selfish. Anyway, moving on. Very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it makes it a problem for everybody else. I, I, I hate that when... And the same with, like, BLM, too. It's, like, the reason why no one wants to get behind big groups of people is because there's always unfit members that ruin the entire thing. It, it sucks. It And you don't know what to do, you know? So, listen, I don't go to the bathroom publicly anyway. <laughs> I'm, like, I never I never had to, actually, really. I'm not really a fan of public bathrooms. Yeah, I don't. I get grossed out. Especially now. Are you, f- you kidding like me? I'm a germaphobe. My, my friends were, like, I go to the bathroom. I'll, I'll go into the dollar store. I'm, like, it's COVID Ew. season. It's COVID. What are you doing? I would rather hold my pee. You're kidding me. That's what I'm saying. Um, I mean, hey, they each their own. But yeah, like, can you imagine a um, a man, a 40-year-old father, not, he can't go into the women's bathroom because one, he doesn't identify as one, and the other, he's not an actual woman, right? So he has to let his daughter go in on his own. If he sees a, a, a trans woman, right, go in there, the correct thing to do, right, is to let it happen. But because there's assholes out there, he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know if this there's is an actual like tra- fear. Yeah, he doesn't know if he's an actual trans woman. Or he's trying to fucking take pictures of his little six-year-old daughter. Yeah. It's screwed, man. That, that's why there's, like, family restrooms where you can all go in. But it's scary. It ruins exactly. it for everybody else. And I don't, I don't think we're ever going to get around that. I mean, I feel stupid blessed that, mm-hmm. you know, when I go out, people don't know. Like... 
And it kind of took me a minute to realize that too, because when I went out, I thought everybody knew. Like I thought it was everyone was looking at me because they knew. My family didn't know last time you were here. Yeah, and it it kind of boggles my brain because it's just something that's always in the back of my brain that I'm like, mm-hmm. when I walk, I have to walk a certain way. If I talk, I have to talk a certain way. If I'm doing this, it has to be this. Yeah. Like it's always something that's going on in my brain. But people tell me all the time, they're like, oh, like I didn't even know that you were trans, and I'm like, really? Yeah. I mean, like, when you left, um, they actually asked me, did you say she was trans? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, well, you didn't even realize. And I thought something is because, like, as, as, a, as a person, not just you, everyone, they th- everyone thinks everyone's judging them. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, I'm looking at you. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. No one cares. No one cares. Everyone cared about themselves more than they care about anybody else, and I'll never not believe that. So it's like that's that's the problem, especially with uh, a condition like um, you're in, where you're like, I have to walk this way, I have to, I have to talk this way, I have to feel this way. No one, no one cares. No one cares. I do feel like that's definitely, you know, out mm-hmm. there, but I definitely know there's people out there that yeah. judge and yeah, you know, the people that judge though, the people that judge though, they're just are, insecure. Are looking. To, to make a problem for either themselves mm-hmm. or the other person. Or trying to substitute something to make themselves feel you, better. You know when you, you feel really bad, like you're in a really bad spot in life, and, okay, so, okay, for instance, I I almost just had to pay, like, $18,000 for my student loans up front, like, this week. I don't have to anymore. I almost did, and I was so angry. I was like, I'm going to have to sell all my shit. I'm going to just, <laughs> I started coming up with reasons to make my life worse, just because I was angry. That's what a human does. They they take their bad situation, make it worse because they're angry at themselves. Oh, I'm queen of self sabotaging. Exactly. So, well, not a, uh, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's those people out there that want to judge because they hate themselves. Isn't that like the mm-hmm. whole bully thing? Bullies bully people because they don't like themselves. So it's like, there's yeah, there's gonna be people out there that do that, but it's not because there's something wrong with you. It's because there's something wrong with them. You know. So it's and, and, and it's hard to have patience for people like that. But th- you're gonna have. There's no way around it. Um, with that being said, though, I, d- I do think this is a, this is a big topic nowadays. It, it's coming up. It, it it's it's on the rise. Um, I do think there's a there's good reasons to have bullies. I do, <laughs> and I I actually made a, a res not a response, but I talked about it on one of my videos, and how. Uh, what's happening? If you haven't noticed, I'm sure you have, is that. People became a lot more open. People became a lot more accepting, which is amazing, which is great. But then the people that got accepted, whether it's like really nerdy people, people that um are gay, trans, whatever, um, multiple religions, and they should all be accepted, of course. But now the people that were accepted and they feel free are shitting on everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're into Marvel, but there's this quote that comes up to me. It's from Captain America where... This guy is talking to Captain America before he becomes Captain America. And he was saying to him that a strong man that has known strength his whole life abuses it, doesn't know what to do with it, and he's dangerous. But a strong man that doesn't know strength knows the power of strength. So when he gets it, he's respectful and responsible with it. So a lot of people are are, are born and go through life being told everything they're doing is good and is okay and they're the greatest gift on the planet 
and they're making a really shitty world for everybody else because that's what they think they are. I mean, granted, it's like the same thing if like you're born into a rich family and all you yeah. know is money versus somebody who doesn't come from money exactly. and they earn their money and, you know, they learn the value of all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And I mean, I think personally, I mean, I would never encourage somebody to be a bully or to get bullied, but I don't think I'd be in the position that I'd be in right now if I wasn't, you know... I mean, I'm not going to say I was super, super bully, but like in elementary school, you know, when I was still a boy, like people would always call me gay, fag, you know, everything. Yeah. And to me, it kind of gave me like a thicker skin. Yeah. And it made me stronger. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you're, you're so great though, too, because I know there's, there's trans and gay people and all that. there are people out there that are in your shoes, but they wouldn't want to listen to a word I have to say. Because they're they're so accepted that they think it's they're they're right they're always right, mm-hmm. and even me just asking questions it's like you should have known this like how like how dare you ask these yeah. questions and that and that's really shitty and remember when we had uh, in high school we had the um, powder puff yeah and they sent that and 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 the dressing up as girls were no longer allowed because I guess a few people got angry. And then they sent that, the students sent that big letter saying we should be allowed to dress up as girls. It's tradition. It's fun. Well, I mean, there was one guy that yeah, posted well, a picture of himself and was like, oh, look, I'm trying to dress up mm-hmm. as, you know, me. And and you you said that you actually wanted them to be able to dress up as girls. You were, you were okay mm-hmm. with it. And that was awesome. Because I was like, you see, this this fucker over here is like, so <laughs> she's ready. She's she's having fun. And and it's it's the people that were really, that got offended by that. I feel like that's, that's the reason why there needs to be more open conversation and people need to be accepting other views. And when I say bullying, I don't mean I'm going to push him to the locker and tell you <laughs> this is how it's going to be. Shove your head in his toilet. But I should be allowed to verbally argue with you like you're going to verbally argue with me. I should be allowed to get angry at you. You should be allowed to get angry at me. And that's how we evolve. That's how we grow. Without that, we don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when that happened, it was so stupid because for the sake of of the uh, minority, we had to cripple the majority. And it's just powder fight. Not, not, not like we're ruining anyone's lives, but it it just sucks that we can't even have conversations about these things anymore without people expecting you to already know what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, another reason, you know, why, why I wanted you here. And I remember when I was saying, he was like, it's so easy to talk to you. And he was like, bro, it's, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I was like, no, it's because I can't, there's other there's other LGBTQ people in my life, but I feel like you're you're the one that's got like like you said before you're an open book. You you've got the 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 most you're the easiest one to talk to because your story is so digestible, right? I mean like the way the the way because you're open, you're not dancing mm-hmm. around it, and, and and that's and that's why I like it. But yeah, just having people not, you know, not want to communicate, and it ruins it for everybody else. And I'm, you know, like I, I do love that I am who I am and what I am because there have been people that reach out to me on social media and they're like, Hey, like, I don't know what to do about myself. Like I'm trying to figure myself out and I will sit there and I will talk to them. I will walk them through it. I will tell them my experiences. I will tell them, you know, what worked and what didn't work and everyone's different. So it's not like what works for me is going to work best for you. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I've had kids be like, like you've helped me so much. And it's just crazy to me because it's so normal that like I would reach out and help somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I was growing up, I was reaching out to people too. And like being in that position, like I know what it feels like, you know, and I would never want to be struggling 
like that mentally and physically and be alone. Yeah, it's scary. It's, it's very scary. Because yeah. I felt alone, but, you know, I still had, like, a couple people to look up to to be like, okay, well, how was your experience with this? Or how are you handling this? And they were more stuck-up people that I reached out to, so it wasn't yeah. like they gave me their all. Um, but I also didn't need their all, you know, because you need to have your own experiences yeah. and yeah, I, I, grow as a person on your own. Of course. Of course. So. It, it's, it's great have, mm -hmm. having you because... And like I was saying before, there's a lot of people that aren't ready to come out for a multitude of reasons. Um, and, and the way you, and you see you talking to kids and, and let them know what's up, and it must, and like you were just saying, it, it was hard not having basically you, but a different person when you were younger, right? Yeah. Like, like you had no one to really get this information from. You had no actual correspondence. And that sucks. And that happens with a lot of things. But to what you're doing, no matter how you know often it happened or how little it happened, it's it's amazing. It helps so much, and I always say that like you can help one person, and that person can help two people. Mm -hmm. and that person can help you. So so your one life has influenced millions, and you're so younger, you know. So you've got so much more growth. And then there's people out there that are like in their forties, thirties, fifties that aren't ready to come out. They didn't even know this was a thing until like Caitlyn Jenner started talking about, it. and like it became this huge thing. No one knew. I remember this story, I think it was on Reddit or Tumblr, where this uh, girl's talking about how her father, one dinner, came out as bi. And they all laughed and said, no wonder you like David Bowie so much. I'm like, <laughs> this man's 40 years old, and he and he never talked about it. So I feel like... I Honestly, I probably wouldn't be here if I didn't come out when I came out, or if I didn't yeah. know when I did. Like it, It's so crazy to me that people can go their whole lives like without being true to themselves like that breaks my heart for them if you are if you're happy if you're happy and there's nothing missing i could understand it like if it's not if it's not something you need sure but a lot of people it's it's almost impossible to live your life if you're not being you you know it's, it's like you're in disguise mm -hmm. and and that's a hard life to live um but do you think you'd be comfortable with talking to someone even older than you yeah definitely yeah i mean it would feel some kind of, not like intimidation, but I wouldn't want to be like, oh, I know it all. Like, I'm 20 years younger than you and like I've been through it. But like, I think anybody at any age can help somebody who's going through something. I think it's a little more of not like a jealousy thing, but an envy thing when somebody who's older looks down at somebody and is like, wow, like that's amazing that you've been able to accomplish that or you've been able to do that at the age that you're at. Like, I wish that I could do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The and I really do think the older you get, the harder it becomes yeah. to come. Because I was saying this, when someone said, someone was like, why wouldn't you come out? Like, what would be the reason? And, we were, and it was like, we were, we were trying to think about it. We were like having a, a thought experiment. Like, what would be the reason? Why would we be so afraid? If it's so accepting today, if everyone's okay with it, why would it be so hard? And the thing is, is because, You've painted a picture for yourself. You, you are this person. And you've spent years building this person. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you flip this switch, your reputation, even even if what you do isn't bad, your reputation is gone. You have to rebuild it. Your person, your persona is gone. You have to rebuild it. What people think of you, although some may say you shouldn't worry about what people think of you. I actually disagree. What people think of you is different. And you have to build 
from that. So it changes your entire life. And if you spend 40 years building that life, it's, it's going to be so much harder. Yeah. So listen, I don't like, if anyone's out there, it's like, if you're like 16, 14, if you're eight, talk about it. Even if you change your mind later on, talk about it. It's going to make it easier for you when, you know, whenever you actually decide to make the final decision. That's why, that's why I feel like it was easier for me. Because you like, were so, yeah. I came out, like, so young. That's it. I mean, granted, like, my mom wasn't very thrilled <laughs> that oh, I was yeah. going to change it's, my gender. It's a handful, man. Yeah. But, um, I mean, she's, like, the most supportive person, like, ever. Like, it was, it was, at first, it was, like, she would roll her eyes when she walked in and saw me putting on my makeup and would be like, oh, you can do it, but, like, don't ever leave the house. And it's just because she didn't know what to do and she was scared of, like, what people would do to me. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about how how a parent feels about it. Because there's a lot of parents out there that even, like, that are fearful of having a kid. What if if they're trans? What -hmm. if if they're uh, artistic? Like, what what if they're um, handicapped? Like, there's so many things that could go wrong before you even have a kid. And then if you do have a kid who is trans, it's like, or, or is depressed or is like an asshole, like mean, like, like an, not a good kid. Like there's so many things that go wrong. So being, being trans and having a kid, like there's so much to worry about and not just how the kid gets treated by their peers because the further time goes, the more accepting people get. But it's like, there's this, there's this man, he's openly gay. He's a political figure. Well, not really. He's like, I think he's a journalist, but um, he was talking about how he said this. I don't want to have gay children because they'll have to they'll have to go through the horror of never being able to have their own child. So even that alone is is awful for a parent to think about. My kid will never be able to have their own kid, um, and and that's sad. That's sad. I mean, yeah, but I also think that you know having your own kid, yes, it's amazing, but. You don't need to have your own kid. Oh to no, have not for everybody. Kid. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So I totally, I totally get what you're saying. I, I think, but oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a, like I guess like a sad thing. It's something, something you'd have to go through, and then that also with yeah. ridic- ridicule. Of course, mm-hmm. you'd have to go through um, expenses if you you know want to make a um, a permanent transition, and then if it goes wrong, it's like there's yeah, it's my mom's biggest fear was that that's scary for an <laughs> let alone for an actual individual going through that, but. For the parent to be like, I might lose my child. This is ridiculous. This is scary. And then to think about all of that while their kid is like in the living room playing. It's like that's 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 the life they're gonna live. Mm-hmm. That's hard. And then it's also like, you know, what are they gonna be able to be accepted at, at their job? Are they are they gonna hire you? Like, even though that's a ridiculous question to ask, that's what they're thinking. It's just it's stressful. It's stressful. I know you know, and I, and I'm sure you've seen it. In your parents' eyes, I don't. I don't know, man. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's big. It's big. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of little things people don't think about when it when it comes to things like this. And um, I mean, I'm just I'm very blessed to have the family that I have and the support that I have. Yeah. it's genuinely built me up in my life. I'm very happy for you. I'm very Thank happy you. for you because because I I know it's I know it's bad out there and. Mm-hmm. Um, like people like get kicked out of the house for stuff like this. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's bad. I don't know, man. But okay, so I want to try to lighten it up a little bit. Okay, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> this is it's kind of like a comical question, I guess. I don't know how. How did your voice evolve? Where did you come up with how you wanted to sound, and how did it stick? 
Um, I mean, did you practice? Like, I mean, when I listened to my voice, like from years ago, well, no, I know I can hear it now, but when I hear my voice years ago, I'm like, like, it just sounds so deep and I don't know. It's just whatever came out of my mouth was whatever came out of my mouth. Um, but when I would try to talk more like a woman, like I felt like it sounded like I was trying because I was so used to talking in such a low register. Um, it was more of a struggle to talk higher. And as time got on, I would keep talking higher and keep yeah, you're talking exercising. higher. And your voice, it's like a, like a muscle memory thing. Yeah. So normally, like, when I talk, this isn't, like, my normal voice that comes out, like, when I'm talking, but it's so much more comfortable to talk in this, I guess, range or this register than it would be to talk in, like, a lower register. But I can't even go as low as I used to go. Yeah, well, that's what singers talk about. You have to, like, actually practice and train people yeah, say expand your vocal range yeah, people say i can't sing but then it's like yes you can you just have to practice mm-hmm. it's actually weird that you can people don't realize that your throat is a muscle and you yeah. can exercise it i think it definitely helped that you know when i used to sing back in the day like, oh yeah you're a singer yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh i remember that video of you singing that alicia keys song that was my favorite alicia keys song what's yeah it, i did the called? school talent show what's if it I, ain't got you. Oh, I love that song yeah i used to say i'm gonna take alicia keys to prom she is so <laughs> beautiful oh my gosh yeah man i, I remember her. that can you still sing? I mean, yes. Like, I still can. I still have all, like, I guess the technique that I had before. But, like, I don't sing just because, for me, when I was before transition, uh-huh. like, it was normal because my voice sounded like a dude, you know? So, and I, I know there's girls out there that have deeper singing voices. Like, yeah, you know, the girls like with Adele, deep singing voices. Amy Winehouse. You know, yeah. like, all these girls that have deep voices. It's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's a little uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. I just choose not to sing. Cause singing is not really like a passion of mine. It's more or less just what I do because I can. Gotcha. You know, like if I'm in the car, I'll sing. If I'm in the shower, I'll sing. If oh, I'm yeah. doing something, I'm humming. Like yeah. it's definitely something that I'd like to do, but I wouldn't necessarily go above and beyond to, you know, beca- try to become a singer. You were good though. I'm, I, I haven't you. I haven't heard you since, but I think you posted on Instagram. You were at like. Like a coffee place, like Cool Beans or something. Yeah, Cool Beans. Yeah, was that what it was? Mm -hmm. Because I always do stuff like that, singing Alicia Keys. I'm like, hell yeah. karaoke night every Monday. Yeah, man. (laughs) I worked there, too. Was that your favorite song to sing? Uh, I mean, it was more of like a comfortable song to sing. I feel like it's got like a, like the terrain, like the the spectrum of that song isn't like too crazy. No, I think it definitely has like its lows and it also has its highs, but it's not super low. It's pretty consistent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always sing Elton John in the car. <laughs> my man. Another oh, uh, LGBT. He's great, Elton John. Yeah, oh, I like yeah. Elton John. Oh, man. Your song? You know your song? Yeah. Oh, man. There's this Moulin Rouge cover uh, by um, Ewan, 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 Ewan McGregor. I don't know, the guy that played Obi-Wan in Star Wars. Um, I never watched Star Wars. Oh, well, you got to get out of my house now. But <laughs> he, uh, he sang... Uh, your song for a play, it's so good. It's so good. You gotta listen to it. But, um, oh yeah, Ellen John. I'm always singing Ellen John in the car. Hell yeah. Benny and the Jets. Not mm-hmm. a lot of people, not a lot of people know what the lyrics are, but <laughs> it's good stuff. I mean, I, I love older music, but I'm, it's definitely yeah. not like what I first reached for, but like it, they're just classics, you know, like whenever they're on, like I know what they're on. Oh, hell yeah. I know the words to them. Yeah, so, man, so interesting. Definitely. It's crazy how time, yeah, like, is just wow, changing. Did you, there's another thing, talking about evolving, um, your name's evolved a lot. <laughs> Let's talk about that, huh? What's going on? I don't know. I, it was kind of like, I had to find a name that was fitting to me. 
because <laughs> when I first came out with my name, it was more or less what yeah. my mom wanted. Like she liked that name. She wanted to name my sister uh-huh. that. And my dad was like, no. So she was like, because, you know, at first, like I said, she was more or less not on board with it. So she was like, oh, if you're going to change your gender, if you're going to change whatever, like I get to pick your name. And I was oh, like, well, that's I was really like okay, mom. I just think I remember uh, yeah, telling but you that. So she picked that name and I was like, oh, it's fine. Like, let me I guess it something. will work. I know. So that was that. And then it just didn't sound normal to me. It just sounded can we, foreign. Can we say the name? Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. It was Julia. Okay. So it just, I don't know. It just sounded a little foreign to me. And then I changed mm-hmm. it to... Jasmine. It's so, <laughs> man, what a sparkly name. Like, up in lights. Yeah. I was like, wow, she's reaching for that one. <laughs> it definitely did not last that long after that. I think <laughs> I had it for like a year. Yeah, and you kind of look like Jasmine, too, like from Aladdin. Like, you got the skin tone. So it's that'd like, be fun. It probably. Be I should have been here for Halloween. You should have. That would have been great. Yeah. But then anyway. I found Jessica, and Jessica was more what fit me, and it sounds like mm-hmm. you're talking to me. Like, when people call my name, like, I'm like, oh, like, that's me. You man. know? And my mom loves the name Jessica now. Yeah, no, it's a good name. She, you know, I don't know. I mean, I feel like what I've already said about my mom kind of doesn't sound like the greatest, but like more or less, like she has always been there for me. Like she's an amazing support system. She would, she wouldn't tell anybody about me before because she was just so like, I don't know how to feel about this. And now she's just so open about it. You know, she will tell her clients like when she's doing their hair, like, oh, like I have this, like my daughter is transgender Mm -hmm. and she helps a lot of people too you know because she her salon's more old school so they're you know older so they're not going to understand what's going on nowadays so when they hear about those things when they see those things they're like oh like what's this and she's like no like it's all right nothing you've said has made me think Negative. Uh, no, no, no. I know. I, but I was kind of like, like my mom blessing. was mean at first. Like, no, your mom sounds like a blessing. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. She she's the kind of girl hi, that mom. would like give you the shirt off her back. Yeah, hi, mom. Cool. <laughs> no, she sounds great. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, no, the way people th- there's age thinking when it comes to uh, the older crowd. But you can't blame them. It's like yeah, you grew life. up. You kidding me? Like that was just like you said, taboo. Like it um, wasn't like a thing that you would talk about. Yeah, but uh, so your your name, I. I still have Julia in my phone just because I feel like I know, I know, but I feel like I still have like, I call my girlfriend. Okay. When I started dating my girlfriend, I had a, this hat used to be able to open one of my, one of my other ones had like a button and I called it a button and she said, that's not a button. I'm like, what are you a button Nazi? So <laughs> now I just call her button all the time. Oh, that's like a cute name. But like, it's been in my phone and I, 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 I her phone in my, this is so bad. Her phone, her name, my phone is button Nazi. <laughs> and her, I made her middle name Nathaniel for some reason. So it's Button Nathaniel Nazi. And um, it's been like that before we were dating. And now we're, uh, we've been friends for like five, six years now. And it's still Button Nathaniel Nazi. Um, so like, I just feel like if I changed it to Jessica, I feel like I'd be, I'd lose a part of you, you know? Like that, <laughs> that, that was like, I don't know. I, I feel just, like when you look for my contact too, like it's, you know, you're used to looking for yeah, Julia. That, oh man. You know how many times I've almost said Julia? I remember the, the fucking you yeah, hung out with we me last week, and I was like, Julia, oh, no, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No. Yeah. I'm so bad with it, man. I, I gotten better, though, because we've had, uh, we've talked a lot more recently. Yeah, I mean, I would never, ever shit on somebody for, you know, being in, like, my hometown. Like, people still kind of stutter over my name, like, with my original name versus the name that I have now. But, like, yeah. you've known me for so long as one name that it's, like, it's not easy yeah. Just call well, somebody thank, a different thank name. Thank you for being patient gender. for me. Yeah, um, with yeah me. of course. Um, but I mean, that's why it's kind of cool. Like, since I moved down south, like, 
everybody only knows me as Jessica. So it's not like when you moved down south, like when I moved to Atlantic City. Oh, I was like thinking, when did you, when are you talking about? <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, I moved to Atlantic City, and people down there only know me as Jessica. So it's kind of cool that like yeah. I don't hear them stutter. That's or I cool, don't man. like. It's just so normal for them to say she and her and Jessica. When I was when I was going to college, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wow, I could reinvent myself. Literally, I didn't, <laughs> but I could have. <laughs> So you went to Atlantic City and you were able to be that's another thing. It's like, man, you're not you're not gonna be in the same place forever. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be able to live your life. So when you moved to Atlantic City, you were able to create Jessica. Yes. You you everything you were before is gone. You don't have a part you're you now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. People don't realize that that's gonna be a possibility. It was really awesome. It, it's it's a long, slow road to get it there. It was a great growing process too, because I was yeah. so used to like being like having my name being stuttered and you over have your own place now right mm, well i'm starting to move out i move out december 15th yeah I look at you place. go man that's <laughs> awesome to, you know move up in the world you're man you're getting old you buy a, did you buy a grave plot yeah you're gonna you <laughs> move, jesus Christ. that's awesome i'm really happy for you thank you i uh, i mean like you you've gotten further than a lot of people like in your grade right now like back in high school like mm-hmm. whatever year you graduated so You've evolved. I mean, well, let's kind of take it down. No, no. I mean, seriously, listen, a lot of people evolved. I've evolved. My friends have evolved. But everyone's got their own story, their own path. You, like, you've done a lot, man. A lot of people forget that. And I was like, I was talking to my girlfriend. And, like, there was five things in a row, amazing things that happened to her. I was texting her. I was like, Amanda, look at all this beautiful stuff that's happened to you. Isn't this awesome? She's like, oh, I didn't even realize Thank you for reminding me about the good things. People don't realize when you're in the middle of hard work. I was talking to my little sister about this. When you were in the middle of hard work, you don't realize you're working hard. Mm-hmm. Even when you're done with the hard work, you don't really realize you worked hard. It's because you were in it. That's when people say when you see somebody, you're like, wow, I want to be like them. They think they just got it. Mm-hmm. They did it. it. Took a lot of hard work. work for that. You think that you didn't evolve much. You think that like, oh, it's it's not as much as someone else, or it's not that big. Of a, but you did. You did a lot of work, and um, Thank you. you're welcome. You it, it people people don't realize that. People don't realize you're you're a hard worker, and when you're in the middle of it, it's hard to reflect upon that. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of people got got to start doing that. Is realize that you know they're 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 putting in the hours. So and and you, and you definitely did. That's so cool. That's a big step up. Thank you. I mean, you know, granted, my life a couple of years ago was not really in the frame of where I wanted to, it to like be. So bringing up the topic of um, depression and anxiety and drug use, I mm-hmm. have always dealt with anxiety and depression, um, more or less depression over anxiety, um, but. In a way, for me, when you know I was 18, 19 years old, I started experimenting with drugs and doing different things, and it kind of helped numb what yeah. I was doing, but it made me so much more depressed without even realizing it. And yeah. then before I knew it, you know, drugs started taking over my life and my emotions. How did you get out of that? I mean... I'm sure if I didn't have my mom to kind of would just like th- throw me into a detox center, yeah. I probably would Stay. not be in that position. Stay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I always wanted better for myself, but I just 
couldn't get myself to do anything better for myself because I didn't care mm-hmm. about myself. Um, it was really depressing. Like I kind of would wake up every morning and be like, oh, like I wish I didn't wake up this morning or I would yeah. pray that, you know, I wouldn't wake up the next morning. Like I was just in such a low place in my life and using drugs for me was just such a normal thing. It's like you couldn't remember the last time you were excited to wake up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that's, a, that's a little thing a lot of people are going through. Yeah. And I mean, like I found my old diary in at my house um, and I was looking through it the other day and I would get so high and I would just write suicide notes because I would be like, oh, this is going to be my last night. This is going to be my last night. This is going to be my last night. And I would stop halfway through. I kind of feel, oddly enough, I feel like writing suicide notes is actually kind of therapeutic. Yeah, because it kind of like, it puts you in that frame of like, holy shit. Like, it's like, I just, I just happens, killed myself on paper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> I mean, well, granted, that's that's what happened, yeah. you know. Um, it was really, it was really a scary time. And once I started becoming sober, um, it was very overwhelming because dealing with the things that I've been pushing down and pushing away, not really, because when I went to the detox center, they kind of were like giving me stuff to, you know, wean me off everything. Uh Um, but I mean, obviously like being irritable, being super depressed, that was definitely a withdrawal symptom. Um, Excuse my laughter. I just, <laughs> I just thought of. I don't really know what you said about that. You like said Pequeño or oh, I was oh, when you, you asked me if I speak Spanish, I was like that was really <laughs> aggressively bitchy. I just uh, thought it was funny. Pequeño. Um, yeah. but you know, once I started coming off everything and realizing that everything that I was pushing down has to come up sooner or later, uh-huh. it was a lot to deal with. And yeah, I can imagine. Now, more or less, I've gotten to a point in my life where. I'm okay with being sober and I'm okay with feeling the things that I need to feel because it's a part of being human, you know, and it's okay to shit on yourself. It's okay to feel bad about yourself as long as you know your worth and know who you are as a person. Yeah. Yeah. It's. And drugs are a joke too. And and when I say drugs, I'm going to, I'm going to include weed only because, um, it's still a mind-altering substance, yes. no matter what it is. Even alcohol. Like, mm-hmm. like the prohibition where, like, people would sell alcohol legally. It's a, it's a drug. It's a yeah. drug, man. I um, agree. And I know we've talked about this before, and and um, and I'm a firm believer, and there's research to prove it, is that even an excess of weed um, can screw you up, man. Mm-hmm. It screws you up. And people that have smoked for years, they, they know it. They know it. And um, it's not good. Listen, ha- having, like, a, a beer on the weekend or... Uh, smoking a joint on the week. I get it, man. It's like, yeah, you're a fucking human being, sure. But even too much of that, and then there's also, like, LSD, the psilocybin, like, all great things that people, like, should probably try, right? Because you're, like, a lot, all the safe things, at least. Um, like, psilocybin is relatively safe, and, <laughs> and so and so it's weed. I'd stay, for, stay away from the synthetic things, but um, too much of anything is is bad for you so and then you get a dependence on it mm-hmm. and then you don't realize you're fucked until someone's like bro you got a you got a problem yeah um i i wouldn't not that you made it public i would have never have known that about you if you didn't tell me i was very closeted with m- my addiction do you think if you cuz i was ashamed understandable do you do you think that was a good thing though that you were closeted because you might have no because yeah if you didn't have your mother, I mean right? I was I was so closeted to the point where it started spewing out 
Like, yeah, because there's only so much you can do behind closed doors. Jesus Christ. And, you know, people started to not like people, but like my family, like my mom, my little brother, my sister, like they all started to like notice that like I was genuinely different. I was just like dead inside. Like and then there'd come the times where I thought I was being slick and I could go inside. You know, yeah. My mom's awake and I'm high and like she wouldn't notice as I'm like slurring my words. So it was, was definitely it, was it a long process getting better? Um, I mean it's only been seven months. But it's a it long feels time. like yeah, it feels like it's no, been forever. It's a long time. And I mean, Absolutely. granted, like once I got out of my eight day stay in detox, I was kind of like, Okay, like I guess I'm I'm ready for this. It's gonna be hard, but I'm ready for it. And then I did my thirty day in a rehab. Mm-hmm. Um and if I didn't do that I know I wouldn't be where I am right now because I wanted to go back home. I wanted to go back to my lifestyle and like the shit that I was doing before. And it took me all the way up until my second and a half, maybe third week of being there that I was like, you know what? I feel myself doing better. I should just continue to ride this wave. So I should go to a sober living facility and you know, it's structured living, but it's very much you're on your own. You're buying your own food. You're waking up at your own time. Yeah, you like, have to be responsible. Yeah. yeah. And it just helped me become like back to being like a, a decent human being <laughs> and like caring about yeah. myself and learning how to live in society. But what would you tell people that are that know they need help or aren't ready to ask for it? Like what would I you mean, it's everybody is different. It's a really it's a struggle to deal with. Um if you're not ready to do it for yourself. Nine times out of ten, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, like doing it for someone else isn't. Yeah, like, and I mean, it's kind of hard because my mom, like I said, she threw me into the detox center, mm-hmm. so I was doing it for her at first. And you know, I mean, Once I say realize, if someone yeah. is forcing you to do it, just try it. You know, because you never know how you could change. But like I said, I wasn't into it at first. I was like, oh fuck this! Like my mom wants me to do this, so I'm going to do it for her and. Then it came to a point where I was like, no, like I have to do this for myself. And yep. that's when I started to really like, I guess, thrive in my recovery. I mean, like I'm listening to everything you're saying and I'm like, you've lived a really full life <laughs> and you're, how old are you? 22. And you're only 22. You're only 22. You got so much left over, man. Like That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's, you got so much going on. Maybe before Literally, like, what, like, 10 minutes ago, you were saying, oh, I didn't evolve that much. I'm like, no, man, <laughs> you really did. It's, yeah, it's, obviously, it's weird, like, you, you, thinking you back on the stuff that, like, I've done. And, because for me, it's just my normal life, you know, I live day yeah. to day, and I don't really notice those types of things. So, taking that all in, with that life that you didn't realize you just lived, with the hard work you didn't realize you put in, if you were to do something differently or change something, whether it's with transitioning, whether it's with coming out or at the detox or friends, what would you do differently to make your life better? Or would you keep it exactly the same? I mean, yeah, I definitely wouldn't say that like, oh, my life was perfect. I would never want to change a thing or be one of those people that like, I would never want to change a thing. But I think being where I have been in life has very much shaped me and has made me into the person that I am today. Yeah. Um, so I personally, there was little things that like I would change, like whether it'd be like a job, wish I didn't do that or wish I paid attention more in school or went to college. But like all in all, I'm very happy with where I am in mm-hmm. life and I feel very 
Well, you're young. You've got decisions I mean, to make. I can, yeah, I still, are I can still do whatever Things I want. Coming your I'm way, still man. young, but yeah. I don't think that I would really change anything because I genuinely enjoy where I am in life right now Good. and the opportunities that I've had, the people that I've met. I would definitely be a different person. Do you feel like uh, being trans has you know slowed down any of your progress? Mm-hmm, definitely, yeah, well, because you know I've wanted to transition since I was a freshman in high school. And I told myself too, like, oh, like once it once it becomes senior year, like I'm gonna transition, like I'm gonna be me, like whatever, fuck what people think. And then it's not it just, that easy, it just, huh? yeah, it just didn't. I was just so scared. And not even you know, after I graduated, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna transition, I'm gonna transition, I'm gonna transition. It didn't happen until I was twenty. I started hormones February fifth, um, two thousand and eighteen. Okay. And even after, it doesn't feel that lo- like that long. It, yeah, I'm coming up on two years this February. Wow. Um, but even after I started the hormones, I was like, I don't feel comfortable enough to transition. I didn't transition until January of this year, like la- like yeah. going into the new year. That's when I tr- was myself every single day. Good, and and, and you're in your own place. Yeah, you're feeling great. Um, th- this is this is this is like a, a big question, and which is kind of personal. It's like. Do you, th- are you ready to like go through like the complete transition? Yeah, definitely. It, you, does it scare you? Very much so. Especially now that, you know, I've been through the whole recovery process of detox and stuff, knowing yeah. that like I'm going to be in a great amount of pain. And you're going to be on opioids. I mean, like, yeah, like that's, it's kind of scary, but like all in general, like the healing process of everything is scary. Like, yeah, it's knowing that I'm going to permanently be changing my body. Like, it's very intimidating. I remember, and I don't, in no way do I want to scare you. <laughs> um, I remember reading the story of a, a transgender woman. She said, when I went through my transition, I went in. I don't know wh- what hospital she was at, but she's like, I went in with like three or four other people that are transitioning. And she said like they were all like in the same wing or in the same like area. So we, they were all able to talk to each other about mm-hmm. their lives. And one after one, they'd all be ready to go home. They'd recovered. But she wasn't recovering she there's always a big chance of complications she, she kept like stitches were breaking she kept mm-hmm. bleeding she was sick eventually she, she was fine and she's great now but for weeks i'm like are you kidding is this princess jewels I have no idea. <laughs> because i feel like this is like her story i don't know man like i'm I, reading something yeah so maybe but it was. It's scary. It's, it's so scary, really scary, man. And especially because, it, like I said, it's on your body. It's something permanent. Like, it's kind of goes with the saying, like, "Don't fix what's not broken." Like, yeah, it's really <laughs> it's scary really because funny. it's a normal working body. It works perfectly you know? fine. So why go in and yeah. fix it? But like, I'm just so uncomfortable with it's that. It's cosmetic. Yeah, and um, I know once I get it done, it's not going to fix everything. It's not going to heal all, but. Because I'm still going to have insecurities about it. I'm still going to be insecure in general. I'm still going to have body dysphoria. But it takes away a lot of the fear when it comes to being in a relationship or wearing a bathing suit at the beach. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't even imagine. Couldn't even imagine. It's so scary sometimes, though, to think about going through the surgery because I'm already, like, a really big wimp with pain. I mean, well, look, you are not going to feel anything when it happens. And then afterwards, when you're coming out, (laughs) when you're waking up... It's just gonna be throbbing. I'm telling, like, not oh that, God, not I that, I, not that it's ever <laughs> happened to me, but I've been through, I think, uh, three surgeries. You're gonna be fine. Listen, I know this one's extensive. This one's huge. It's a lot of money. It's life threatening, life changing, life changing. Um, 
but I don't. The last thing you should be worried about is pain during recovery. But it's scary, man. It's scary, and I, and I really want I want everything to be fine. Oh my gosh. I don't know what. It, and and I know we talk about your mother, like worried about oh she's gonna have to go through that. What if it, what if it goes wrong? But um, I mean that was also always my biggest fear with my brother. <clears throat> yeah, how like, do you, how do what how does that work? I I don't know because I mean, granted, when I was younger, like I said, everybody knew there was like no denying that there was something different about me. Yo, can you imagine if you were if you were able to swap? Uh, we talk about that Bro, all the time. I'm like, imagine? we're both just born in the wrong bodies. <laughs> can you just, just like switch each I'll other over? I'll take yours. You <laughs> take mine. We good? Oh, exactly. That'd be the funniest thing. That'd be awesome. Oh my! Can you imagine? Hopefully, future technology can do some you, crazy you know, shit like that. We're definitely far away from that, but yeah. yes. But you know, my biggest thing was that he was like a normal young girl. Like he did dancing school. Yeah, you were telling me this. Yeah, was just. He didn't really show signs that he wanted to be like transgender or was feeling different. And it's different for everybody, definitely. But it was just really scary because I feel like for me, when I'm on estrogen, we'll say mm-hmm. my fat distribution gets different. My body hair thins out. You grow breasts. Mm-hmm. And if you stop taking them, everything would just go right back to normal besides you having breast tissue. That's never going to go away. But if you start testosterone, and you go from being a girl to being a boy, that's permanent. You are going to have body hair on your body forever. Really? You're going to have a deep voice forever. Like Whoa. everything pretty much is going to stick. And it's really hard to go back from that. So oh. it's definitely a big fear. Of how, long, how long has he been? Uh, I mean, I'm way? very, on, I'm very okay with him doing it now. Like I feel comfortable, like the way he's expressed it to me, like we've had very similar experiences. Um, he went through a really weird patch of trying to find himself and didn't really have any friends because he just didn't know how to be himself. How long has he been out of the closet? Um, I want to say since the same, like about the same time that I have, like seventh and eighth oh, grade. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. So we both kind of find ourselves at the never, same time. Wow, but that's crazy. I've, I didn't know about him until very recently. Yeah. And wow. he didn't legally change his name, but he wanted to go What's by Alex, Alex in high school. So people started calling him that and it, it's just a very, I don't know, it's very scary, but I know that he's going to make the right decision with what he does wants to do. Does he, like, work do. out a lot and stuff? Like, does he try no, to, not like, necessarily, but no. he, you know, like, he'll shave his face and, you know, his sideburns will grow in and they'll look like a little yeah. bit of a beard. So it's, like, little things. Oh, but man. like I said, I tell him, don't rush. Believe me, I know mm-hmm. what it's like to be depressed and to not feel in the right body and feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. But I didn't start until I was 20. He's... 19 yeah he just turned 19 some people don't start november 30th two days ago yeah in their 40s 30s yeah and i don't know it's just i mean granted for people that want to transition into being a woman it's definitely easier to start at a younger age Mm -hmm. but i also feel like you do need to go through puberty because things need to develop in order to get surgeries and not only that but your your brain should be able to develop yeah too it's like you got to know what decision you're Mm -hmm. making because the decisions I could have made when I was younger. That probably wouldn't really. <laughs> yeah, it's very important for you to know what you're doing, mm-hmm. and it's and it's another thing for, if if possible, live 
live like a woman or a man, whatever you want to live as before you transition. So you know what it's like mm-hmm. in those shoes. I remember telling me the reason why you wanted to be like, oh, I'm going to try being a man again. Cause it was fucking hard doing your makeup. It was, it was hard. Shaving just like my face every face. day. Yeah. You, you hate it. You're like, I, I can't do this anymore. Body look too. And then, just you, uncomfortable. and then you went through being a man again. You're like, this isn't me. Mm-hmm. So it's important for you to actually live your life as who you want to be before you commit so you know. But you know what's weird is like, <laughs> I feel like I'm the most untrans trans person. Explain. Like explain I, that one. <laughs> for me, it, I don't even know how to explain it, but like I was very uncomfortable and unhappy being a boy, but it was just so normal because it was just who I was. Uh-huh. Um yeah. And, like, in general, I really don't want to be transgender. Like, I don't like that this is what I have to do in order you to be, be an happy, actual be woman. Not even just that. Like, okay. it would be, yeah, it would be great to just be a woman. But wanna, considering that I was born a male, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I feel like I wish I was just able to be happy and comfortable Understood. being born in Understood. the body that I was born in. So whether it was a boy or being a girl, like, I just wish that I was happy being whoever I was. I totally get that. And, you know, it's way easier being a boy <laughs> for you a lot to really of reasons. do much for yeah a lot but of, for grooming reasons yes absolutely. definitely and just like aesthetic reasons too because you know and when i would go out and stuff nobody would look at me nobody mm-hmm. would try anything with me nobody would you know like i, I didn't have to fear people yeah. and now yeah. that like i'm a woman you know people look at me when i go out and i get scared sometimes of men and how they act like i got jumped at the cherry hill mall um three years ago and it's definitely something that's stuck with me ever since like it's scary that yeah when i go out like i have to look over my shoulder and you know just being a woman in general is just very very hard yeah, it's e- scary even my girlfriend she's she's jack she works all the time but she says whenever she's alone yeah. guys will say things to her but when i'm with her guys won't say anything mm-hmm. and i'm like bro i'm I'm like five feet tall and I'm not intimidating <laughs> at all. And I think it's just the presence of another guy there. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if it's like a respect thing or it's like, I don't want to cause her trouble, but yeah, I remember you telling me that. Um, I don't think, and this is important to say, it's like, there's a lot of people are like, men are the problem. Men are uh, It's evil. not all men. It's not all men. And it's not all women that are problem mm-hmm. with different things. So people that, like we said before, full circle there's people in each group that are unfit members yes. and they make a problem for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that um, you, f- I know what you're saying. I, w- I wish I was able to feel happy with the way I was, but now I'm not. So I have to make this transition yet. I'm being robbed of my safety of some of my comfort, some of my mm-hmm. free, like I, it's hard. People think that transitioning at least from uh, female uh, to male or male male to female, people think transitioning is just hard because of the transition. People don't realize all the things you're also losing. People don't realize the respect you're losing. People don't realize the freedoms, right? So, yeah, that's scary. I don't, I don't actually. Ha- other than your, uh, not that she's uh, he's my friend. Other than your uh, brother, I don't have any um, female to male transgender friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, don't either. Yeah, so I don't know. I, don't I know never even like, had really trans friends growing up. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if it's like how rare it is like this to swap between. Um, yeah, do I? The only ch- other trans friends I have are all online. Like, I don't have any like mm-hmm. in part. Like, you're the only person I know of that I've actually been in the same room with <laughs> that's trans. Um, 
But I I wonder what the difference between like what the problems are for um female, uh, female to, to male. Yeah. Like other other than um just like the the normal transition problems, like mm-hmm. what societal problems there are. I but mean, granted, I I'm not gonna try to be like, oh, they have it better, but I think normally if you mm-hmm. saw a girl that was dressing up as a guy. It's kind of like it's normal. It's yeah, it's That's more normal. normal than it would be if you saw a man totally. dressing up as a woman. Yeah. It's kind of which I always had a problem with. It's like it's like whenever <laughs> I had clothes and like my sister or something would wear my clothes because they had to go out. I'm like, well, I can't wear that anymore now. <laughs> it's because you did like and not I could have, and it probably wouldn't have been a problem. But that's what I have. Like I know Osiris's the sneakers. Mm, I still a, love those. A lot of girls would start wearing those and guys would wear them less because girls were wearing them. And then a lot of, um, you know, certain types of shirts or socks, girls started wearing them and then guys started wearing them less because it became a girl thing. So, yeah, there is that divide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it would be easier for um, someone who looks like a girl to wear guy clothes and someone who looks like a guy to wear girl clothes. That's what's happening with, like, uh, Harry Styles right now, right? Where he wore, like... Uh, oh, he wore, like, that dress. I don't really know. I, Sasha was talking to me about it, I think, after the show. But um, crazy shit's going on. I don't know. Yeah, It's very... I feel like the world is really trying to, like, be okay with everything, but... You're allowed to not have to like everything. You don't have to like Mm -hmm. everything. God damn it. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) oh my gosh. It's like, don't stop someone from doing what they like, but don't make someone like what you do. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, Well, look, it's been been an hour and 12 minutes. Oh my God. Yeah, it's been a long time. That flew by. I'm not going to lie. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I think that was great. There's, listen, there's an endless amount of things I could talk to oh you about God. and ask yeah, you about, but um, that's that's why we have a time limit. Um, well, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. For it was really fun. It was <laughs> awesome, right? I love this. Um, that's it. All right. All righty. All right, thank you, everybody. <laughs>